Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. This won't end well for Illinois. Here's a three. It ended well. (laughs) McCourt for the win. In the air. It is up. And it is good. Fourth and 16. Pressure comes. And Matt Orbebe with the ball in the air. Makes the catch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oski Talk. My name is Anthony Pasquale with Pat Tricatazone, and with a win over Iowa, Illinois has clinched the double bye, the coveted double bye in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the standouts in this game I think were really great. I think Illinois could have played almost a better game towards the end there. It seemed like the last two, three minutes he started slipping, a little slipping bit. up a little bit. But, look, some of the highlights of those games are Io and Kofi playing uh, unbelievable basketball. Andres Felice having a great senior day. Kipper Nichols as well having a really great senior day. Um, first of all, I feel like in this game, though, we've got to start out with the fact that Tyler Underwood started um, with Kipper and Felice. Kind of a wild move there by Underwood, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, but he played well. Two assists in like three minutes played. He just fed Kofi, and Kofi got it going early on. I, I loved that game yesterday. I think it was one of Illinois' most complete games all year. He had nine points from DeMonte Williams. Kipper Nichols had ten. And, and you know, you look at Alan Griffin, he only had six points. The team didn't need him to put up his, his 15, his 20 so, I don't know. I really enjoyed that game. I think contributions were very well spread out. And uh, this might be a hot take. I don't know. But if that was Io's last game in an Illini uniform at State Farm Center, I think he left on the best game of his career. He absolutely did. And, um, you know, I, I think some of the other guys were playing for the seniors as well. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of touch on the seniors a little bit later in the episode. But, um you know, Io was had the complete game. I think you said it completely right. Um, rebounds, assists, points. He was fantastic down the stretch. Um, Dove on still, that loose ball. Right. He was still clutch, of course. He missed the, the free throw. but <laughs> his, um, his mom tweeted, don't worry, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, but, yeah, you know, he, he was great too. But uh, Yeah, know. he went on a, a personal six- or eight-point stretch just nailing clutch twos down the stretch. And it was every time he did it, I was at the game as a fan. Every time he did it, I said, oh, my God, he's so clutch. Yeah. He is. And then the, the one play I remember, Trent, I'm pretty sure, was in the corner. It was a fast break, and, and Io really whipped it around like a pitcher and found Trent in the corner and didn't even watch him shoot it. He just ran 
back because he knew Trout was going to make it. He was wide open. That was a huge play. And then after Luca Garza took the charge on him and then was like, all right, I'll take another charge, and Io just stepped around him, that was sweet. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Um, speaking of Luca Garza, I feel like the moment of the game was the Kofi block. Um, yeah. How big was that for a Kofi to get a block over the, probably the national player of the year? Yeah, and I mean, it just shows the type of player Kofi can be, you know? I mean, he had four fouls, but Kofi played one of his most complete games all year, I'd say, too. 12 points, 8 rebounds, and he was dueling it with Luca Garza inside all game long, pushing, shoving. It was so physical, but I think, you know, obviously Garza played a heck of a game. He had 28 points and 8 rebounds, but I think you could say Kofi won that battle. Yeah, I think, I, you know, I, I think so too. Um, you know, when we talked about game plan for this game, I told you, or I, I said that it's not beating Luca Garza in a game mm-hmm. that's going to beat Iowa. Um, he's going to score 20 on you regardless of what you do to him. Right. That being said, he didn't score 30 on us. Kofi kept him in check to, to what we needed him to do and score 20, not be that big of a of a momentum changer in a game, which he wasn't. Um, yeah, and the and, other thing we said is is to beat them, you have to beat their shooters. Yeah. And early on, they got a, a pretty big lead on us because they were nailing everything. It was, you know, Tucson... Wee's camp, McCaffrey we had ten points. So, but but once once they kind of came back to earth a little bit, and Illinois started shooting well, it turned into a much different game, just like that. And and I firmly believe if this team can shoot, Illinois. I mean, if Feliz is knocking them down, if Griffin is knocking them down, if Trent Frazier is knocking them down, this team could beat anyone in the country. Yeah, I I think they they sure can. Um, one thing that we didn't talk about, too, in terms of Iowa's game, I didn't mention it at least, was defense was great, too. Yeah. Um, Trent was great on defense. It, they locked down the, the shooters. Um, they started hitting threes um, on and off, but there were times, and Fran McCaffrey said it in, in the post game where it was Illinois' defense that was stopping the threes. They were hawking them. They were getting always on top of them. Um, I can't remember what player it was. Um, I think it was C.J. Frederick. Um, who said after the game, I've never played a game where I felt like I've been fouled every time I touched the ball, but that was the game. I don't know if that's him just complaining or just how good the defense was as always on top of, of him, where he, he always felt the pressure. And, yeah, and the hand checks, yeah. the little... The, the other thing... As I, a result, he had three points. Right. <laughs> um, and he got the, the double technical with DeMonte, right? That yeah. was him. Yeah, I, and I also think looking at that game, um, you saw great energy from Georgie Bashanishvili. He finally seemed like he had his touch back in the paint a little bit. He ended up with six points. Um, the one thing I do want to say, like all positives aside, what the heck was Trent doing shooting that dagger? It just wasted time. They would have yeah. never cut it that close. He got a little trigger happy, fired up a three. I will say if it went in, State Farm Center would have exploded. Literally would have exploded. Yeah. But he missed it, and Iowa ended up coming back and scoring and, and made it a lot closer than it had to be. But I, uh, I think it's a good win. I didn't get the score right, but I predicted Illinois winning. I think yeah. it's a great win. It'll look great come tournament time. Oh, wait, it is tournament, tournament time. time. Yep. Um, before we even get into the Big Ten tournament, though, let's talk a little bit about the seniors. Um, Andres Felice had a great game. As, um, as is the usual this year. You yeah. know, he, he's, you know, everybody looks at Io. Everybody looks at Kofi, but the consistency for this team has really come from Feliz, in my opinion. I think he's a solid 10 to 15 points a game. He'll get his assists. He had a double-double against, uh, 
who did he play before Iowa? Ohio um, State. Ohio State. He had a double-double against Ohio State with 10 rebounds. He's not that tall. He just is always around the ball. Plays good defense. He's controlled offensively. Um, definitely a great senior night for him. And then Kipper Nichols put up 10 points. I loved seeing that. I loved it. Yeah, um, that was great. And I've said it all year that we the line needed a, a third guy to have a really good game with Io and Kofi, who both had always have good games. Yeah, so Felice has been that third guy most of the time. And uh-huh. then when he and he when he hasn't, it's been Alan Griffin, a little bit of Trent, Georgie early on. So, yeah, I mean contributions are coming from all over the place on this team, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, um, Kipper Nichols had probably his best game all year. Yeah. It was always a Kipper game. This was the Kipper game. He got us off to a really good start, mm-hmm. uh, I think, despite the fact that we went with that lineup, which I it personally, I think it handicapped us a little bit. I don't. Um, I'm okay I with it, I think though. it did. I think maybe speed-wise in terms of closing out, because that's when Iowa was making all their threes, but offensively, I mean, the game plan was go through Kofi and and – distract and frustrate Luca Garza and they did just that right off the bat so I don't think it it hindered us that much um and I and I was glad to see Tyler Underwood in yeah I absolutely I you know uh, he, he was good um the the he was he was all right he didn't play it too poorly yeah um I still think it handicapped us a little bit but I'm okay with it one thing I think you have to realize about Brad Underwood is he loves his seniors he loves his players um you know he yells at everyone but he loved I think when you see him in the press conference and, and, and he talks about his team, um, he loves seeing the connections, the friendships being made. That, that, that is a part of the team. That's part of college basketball, in my opinion. I think that's across the nation. Um, Underwood, Underwood loves that. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Chris Holtman of Ohio State was getting upset about Michigan State. Um, kissing, you know how they kiss the uh, Spartan at mm-hmm. the, um, when, they, when they check out of their final game? Yeah. Um, and Holtman was complaining that that wastes a lot of time. That, you know, whatever. But as a result of them checking out, Ohio State gained six points. So it's, it's a dumb argument. But it, it brings me back to a moment, I think, two years ago when Tom Tom Naren Jr. was exiting his final game. Um, Brad Underwood immediately dabbed him up afterward. afterward um, just shows how much Brad like, cares about yeah. college basketball and, and, as a whole. And that's the whole thing, that plus the fact that it shows how much he cares about the culture. You don't build a culture at a program without guys who stay four years. You just don't. And, and that's what Brad has really been just harping on his first three seasons, you know, build a culture, build a culture. It's there. It's there. Yeah, and, and look, that, like, that's, that's the thing. I think part of, part of this team that's, that's going to be great, too, and, and – Samson as well. Yeah, um, he, he didn't get to play. He might be battling an injury. I'm not 100% sure, but he's a, another senior for this Illini team. Um, it was Kipper, Andres Felice, Samson, um, Ola Demeji, and then, of course, uh, Tyler Underwood. Yeah, so, um, you know, all those guys had good times. I'm glad that they, they got some playing time. But right. Anyways, let's get to the Big Ten <laughs> tournament. I know you've been dying to do this, Anthony, as – as we got the chalk, chalkboard ready to uh, uh, talk a little bit about these games. Let's start with the Wednesday games. Um, we got Nebraska, Indiana, and Northwestern, Minnesota. Um, yeah, game one, Northwestern against Minnesota. Who are we taking? Um, this is a tough one, Minnesota. I, Minnesota. Yeah. I actually think Minnesota has a, a real chance to beat Iowa. Um, this is an easy one. Um, All right, Nebraska, Indiana. I think it's definitely Indiana. 
They've played pretty well all season. I actually think they could go on a little bit of a run. I think Nebraska wins this one somehow. Okay. Um, I'll give it to Indiana right. um, just because they got all those guys that they have. Um, Devontae Green is, is really scary. I think they're, um, they're playing to get into the actual tournament. Nebraska's got no shot. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So that's uh, why I think they win. Trace Jackson Jr. probably might be leaving Indiana after this year, so I, I imagine he'll play up. Um, you could give them the win. Uh, moving on, let's go to top. Michigan Rutgers. Uh, I think Rutgers win this game. <laughs> Believe it or not, I okay. think Gio Gonzalez um, leads that team to a victory. I think Rutgers might be one of the scarier teams to play in the, the, the entire Big Ten tournament. Um, okay, so that being got- said, they're not at home. So <laughs> it could go either way. They could be totally not scary or very scary. Then we got Minnesota against Iowa. So I really want to give Minnesota this game because I think Daniel Aturo versus Luca Garza is a really interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, if anyone can hold Luca Garza to like 10, 12 points, it might be Daniel Aturo. Um, I would love to put the upset at Minnesota, but Let's what is it. your call? I mean, I kind of want the Illinois This would be my big, big 10. Again. Yeah. But I'll, I'll let you have a big upset. And then this I'll is my big mine. upset in the entire tournament. I'll have mine later. Minnesota beating Iowa, and then we'll never see Luka Garza again. Yeah. I'm okay with that, obviously. I would love that. <clears throat> How about Purdue against Ohio State? I have in this one Purdue winning um, second biggest upset in this one. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to go Ohio State. I, I'll give you Ohio State. Um, I really think Purdue has a really good chance in this game. Um, the way they've been playing late, but uh, like I just don't think anyone. There's no Wesson either. Neither of the Wesson guys, uh, brothers, really scare me on Ohio State. Yeah, me neither. Um, EJ Liddell is pretty good, but he's not scary. So uh, I'll give it to Purdue because as a team. Oh, Purdue. Um, I think they win that Oops. game, but I'll, I'm okay with Ohio State. Okay, we'll, we'll keep, keep Ohio, Ohio State, State for the bracket. Indiana against Penn State. Indiana against Penn State. Um, I want to go. I really want to say Indiana too. I'm giving too. a little bit too many upsets. Um, but Penn State's been pretty bad lately. Um, think they rebound, get a little practice in them. Yeah, neutral court. I don't know. Lamar Stevens is scary in the postseason. How and how they play against Indiana the first time around? That's probably a a, a difference maker as well. They lost Indiana. Okay. At we'll, Indiana, though. We'll say they beat them this time. Okay. We'll get Penn State a win here. Now we're in the Elite Eight of the Big Ten Tournament. We got Maryland, Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State, Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Rutgers. This is going to be the first time the teams who got a double by play. Let's start at the top. Yeah. Wisconsin, Rutgers. That's going to be Wisconsin. Wisconsin on a, I believe, seven-game win streak or eight-game win streak now um, out of the season, number one in the Big Ten. Um, look, they've been red hot, and there's no reason to think that they stop being red hot come Friday. Um, they win this game pretty handily, I think. Uh, Brad Davison has a pretty good game. Um, Micah Potter has been unbelievable. So give it to Wisconsin, no question. Illinois um, against Minnesota? I'll take the Illini. Illini, Illini win this handily. I think they beat Iowa, too. Whoever that is, I think they win that game. Yeah, I, you know, we could talk Iowa if we want to really quick. Um, I think it's going to be tougher to beat them a third time. I always think, you know, it's it's different because we split the series, but always playing a third, a game, another team a third time always gives whoever lost the first two an advantage because you know how they play. 
there's no reason for the Illini to change up what they did. They did. Uh, there's no adjustments that need to be made, in my opinion, after the Iowa game. Iowa has adjustments to be made, and that, I think, always gives them an advantage. So that's a tough call in that game. But it, I think they lose to Minnesota. Uh, Illini win um, against Minnesota. So I have them in the uh, Final Four. Okay, Michigan State against Ohio State. It's got to be Sparty, right? Yeah, Cash Swinson, final year. You got to give it to him. Uh, he's going to get drafted. Great player. Um, David Tillman as well. Uh, this is an guys intriguing matchup. Yeah, Penn, Penn State, State versus Maryland. Maryland. Um, Maryland's first game of the double bye. They ended on a little bit of a cold streak. Penn State also on a cold streak, but we have them beating Indiana to get there. Ooh. Yeah, I don't. I don't like any of these games for Maryland. Um, so Penn State. I I think you move Penn State up. Penn State to the Final Four. And if it's not Penn State, it's Indiana, and I think Indiana still has a better matchup against them too. Uh, Indiana small ball I think plays really well against Maryland, even though um, you know they're the complete opposite um, of that. But uh, yeah, I I don't think Maryland comes out with a win in the Big Ten tournament. Okay, so Penn State moves on. This will be Saturday, and they'll play Michigan State. I think Michigan State wins that game. Yeah. Probably big, actually. I think Michigan State should be a favorite. Obviously, they're the two seed. Um, but I like them the most to win out of the Big Ten. Um, like we said, Cassius Winston is, is that good. Um, he's a game changer. We'll see. Wisconsin versus Illinois. I, you go ahead first because I, really, I don't really know what to make of this game. I mean, you know who I'm picking. As You're the, picking as Illinois. The, the, the bell rings there because we're in a classroom. I, we had to use the chalkboard. We just yeah. had to. Illinois wins that game. They beat uh, Wisconsin before at Wisconsin. So that's a huge win. I think the way they defended Porter, I mean, the way they defended um, Luca Garza and stopped the perimeter guards from really beating them is the same blueprint to beat Wisconsin because Porter is a less good version of Luca Garza. So I think you have that blueprint from the Iowa game of how to beat them, and you're on a little bit of a hot stretch. I'm taking Illinois. Um, yeah, um, you know, it was a different Wisconsin team that we played, a team that wasn't red hot. Um, Potter wasn't really in his groove yet. Um, Kobe King, I think, scored the most points in that game, and he's not even on the team anymore. He scored 21. Um, you know, Reverse has gotten the better of us in the past. Uh, Trice is playing pretty well right now. I don't think Illinois comes away with the win here. I think Wisconsin wins, but I hope you're okay, right. I'll trump you like you trumped me with Purdue. I mean, with uh, I'm I'm completely Minnesota. okay. I'm completely okay with so that. So that's my big upset. So now here, here we are in the championship. Yeah. Illinois against Michigan State for a Big Ten title and an automatic berth into the NCAA you know who I'm going to say. It's Michigan State. Um, Michigan yeah. State's gotten the better of Illinois in if, every matchup. They <clears throat> are the better team than Illinois. I know we hate, hate saying that, um, but, you know, I, the only game plan for me in that game is, is to attack the red with Kofi. That's about it because I think you have the size advantage in that game for sure, but in terms of shooters, in terms of all-around all quality of players, M- Michigan State has you – in every category. So is what you're saying this won't end well for Illinois? Uh, this won't end up well for Illinois. I'll have to Okay, um, you're taking Dawkins' words. Then you're definitely going to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, just for the sake of – if I was a betting man for the entire tournament, I'd put money on Michigan State, I think. 
But for the sake of this podcast and just to disagree with you, I'll take Illinois to win it. All right. I'll take Illinois to oh, win it. Oh, I Big Ten Championship. Um, Big Ten Champions. And too. if that does come true, we'll be there. So that, that'll be pretty awesome. Coming up this week on Oski Talk, we've got a huge interview for you guys on Thursday. Keep, um, keep track of our Twitter account at The Champagne Room. We're going to be giving you little tips and clues to try to figure out who's going to be joining us. It is an, a former Illini basketball player, so yeah. we'll give you that. First tip. And then also, Sunday's episode, will be, we will be giving you live from Indianapolis, mm. which is where me and Patrick will be this weekend for the Big Ten Tournament, which I think Illinois will win. And Pat thinks Michigan State will win. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, I, hope, I hope this all works out for the better for us. Um, I... Uh, I, I can't wait to go to Indianapolis. I hope I'm there on Sunday Sunday, um, and Saturday for that matter. But, hey, there's odds that we don't get past Friday. So hey. you never know. But um, I mean, and this is the best conference in America. Yeah. And there's a reason why we think that the 12 team could end up almost going to the final, or even Indiana for that matter. I mean, you even think Nebraska could beat Indiana and then beat Penn State and then beat – I mean – so much can happen. Yeah, there's so, a lot, a lot in store. But uh, make sure you tune into that next episode. It's gonna be a good one. And uh, for Anthony Pasquale on Pasquale Zone, I L L. I N I.